Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown, a political ritual usually marked by long pre-sunrise lines outside state election offices gets underway today in Springfield and Chicago. That's when candidates for state and local office begin filing their nominating petitions with the State Board of Elections so they can get a spot on the March 19th primary ballot. Democratic campaigns for Cook County State's Attorney and Clerk of the Circuit Court are expected to be competitive. And Democratic Congressman Danny Davis, Jesus Chuy Garcia, and Bill Foster could face challengers from within their own party. The launch of presidential campaigning in Illinois is still more than a month away. The corruption trial of former Chicago alderman Ed Burke is expected to continue today. My colleague Mariah Waffle says prosecutors will present evidence that Burke allegedly tried to shake down the owners of a Burger King. Burke is accused of four different corruption schemes. The prosecution has finished presenting one of them, that Burke allegedly tried to block a fee increase at the Field Museum because they didn't follow up with his goddaughter about an internship. Today, they're expected to continue laying out allegations that Burke tried to extort the parent company of a Burger King in his ward by withholding permits until they hired his private law firm. Some Chicago alderpersons want to see a guaranteed basic income program become permanent now that the pilot is done. Alderperson Gilbert Viegas wants at least $30 million set aside to provide monthly $500 payments to low-income Chicagoans. He says Social Security and survival death benefits that his family received helped them get to where they are today. It allowed my mom the ability, because my dad had passed away at eight, to work with dignity, not having to work two jobs. Alderperson Daniel Espada says he hopes the program is renewed before a study wraps up in 2025. It clearly has been successful in providing stability for a lot of folks, and I hope that we move on that sooner rather than later. Mayor Brandon Johnson's administration has said they want to keep the program going, but they're still evaluating funding. Chicago's local business groups, and even the city itself, spent the holiday weekend encouraging residents to shop and buy local. The city's commissioner of business affairs visited Devon Market Grocery Store in Rogers Park. Ken Mayer said a lot of small business owners rely on the holiday season for a boost in sales. We hope for a strong uh, economy because that's good for our local economy in Chicago. That's good for the, certainly for the small businesses. Uh, we really want you know, our, our small businesses in Chicago to succeed. Mayor says Chicago residents and visitors can keep supporting local businesses on Cyber Monday and throughout the holidays. Some quick things you should know today. The CTA Yellow Line service is still suspended, 10 days after a crash near the Howard Station that injured 38 people and sparked several lawsuits. There's no reopening date yet. CTA officials did not respond to a request for comment to the Sun-Times on when that date could be. The agency is running shuttle buses between the stops Dempster-Skokie and Howard. Supporting nonprofits on Giving Tuesday this year could have a bigger impact than usual. That's because nonprofits and industry groups both say that donations are down so far compared with previous years. Many organizations will be looking to make up that difference on Giving Tuesday, which is tomorrow. Today's weather, it should be cold outside today with wind chills in the teens. And tomorrow, we're expecting the same temperatures but with more sunshine. That's it for now. 
Later today, a look at two nearby cities that are offering to help Chicago during the ongoing influx of asylum-seeking migrants. One is St. Louis, where one group is trying to resettle hundreds or even thousands of migrants. And the other is Oak Park, a Chicago suburb that has already taken in 160. 160 out of 20,000 is, sure, it's not a lot, uh, but I think what community members and some leaders are, are hoping is that this can actually serve as a model for other communities. Like, they want to say, hey, if we can succeed, other small towns can too. Mm. A conversation with my colleague Esther Yoon Ji Kang today at 1 o'clock. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening. <laughs>